Hey, welcome to Coffee with the Coach, episode 35. This is an extra special episode because we have an opportunity to talk to a couple people that are really pretty cool because we have had some amazing people on this show. You know, some guys, the Hall of Famers, you know, Super Bowl ring winners. I mean, lots of really cool things. But we got a really special group of people tonight. Michael, let's start up. Big news out of Ireland today, though. Kind of sad. What, what's going on in, in the Emerald Isle? Well, obviously, first off, this is pre-recorded. So if it has gone out on Saturday or Tuesday, this, this came out on Thursday night. Uh, Illinois against Nebraska, Jeff, has been cancelled in Ireland. Why does that matter? Because the game was supposed to be at the end of August. And like, you know, we're, we're not going to start speculating, but it's obviously sad news. It's the second year in a row because we were supposed to have Notre Dame against Navy here last year. But there's a five-year commitment, so there will be a big game here next year in Ireland. Um, I guess it remains to be seen, Jeff, what happens with the London games. Maybe a bigger capacity and maybe a lot more vaccinations in the UK than in Ireland. So who knows? Hopefully we get a game on. Yeah, cross your fingers because I know that game in Croke Park is a big, big deal on the island. And, you know, um, I, I would caution NFL fans in the UK or Ireland or anywhere, anybody that attends those uh, international games in London, the NFL has come out numerous times and said they're committed to having games again in, in London this year. So, uh, you know, we saw what the NFL can do when they are committed to creating, you know, a game and, and, uh, creating a season it was amazing what they got done that's one of the things we're going to talk to our guests about today but um interesting did you see the jj watt to buffalo rumors today man like and this this is the funny thing we, we just pray he doesn't move in the next two or three days before this goes out but he hasn't went anywhere yet but uh, i've seen the buffalo rumors but i, I also seen honestly jeff i have so many guys in ireland texting me who i did not know were browns fans who have came out under the ashes and been like hey JJ to Cleveland, what's going to happen? But it'd be really interesting. I mean, if he goes to Buffalo, I've seen this tweet on Thursday today or on Wednesday today saying that um, free agency man and the big, like the emojis. So I think he must be enjoying the uh, whole experience. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, man. It's, it, whoever gets him is going to get a great player and a great person. So that's, that's you know, I, it's going to be fun to see how it plays out. Hey, let's get going and let's get on to our, our guests. Um, and uh, I want to ask them if they're ready to come in, Mike. Can we get them in? There we go. Hey, there are opportunities that come to you to, to uh, uh, experience really special people in this business. And I want to share um, two people that I, I know one of them pretty well. And I know the other one just a little bit. So we're going to get to know her today on the show. This is Philadelphia Eagles linebacker Alex Singleton and his sister, Ashley, his big sister, I might add, Ashley. And um, I first met Alex, uh, first time I ever heard of Alex, actually, I, I will tell you, I was evaluating players. And they said, hey, look at this linebacker from the Seattle Seahawks. And he was a practice roster kid in Seattle. And I'm watching him, and, and he played at Montana State. Well, I won't hold that against him because everybody knows the only football played in Montana is played at the University of Montana. But uh, I'm watching this guy, and I'm thinking to myself, damn, this guy's a good player. What the hell is he? And he was available in the draft. And I will say this. 
There's only one other player I've ever evaluated higher than Alex Singleton for the Canadian Football League draft. He got he went in uh, the first round in the supplemental draft to the Calgary Stampeders. Had a tremendous career in Calgary. Was the defensive most valuable player. Um, and you know, as a as a guy who's been in this business for a long time, one of the greatest compliments I can ever play pay to any player is that the guy's a warrior and this guy was an absolute warrior and made my life miserable at least three times a year when we played him but Alex Singleton is now a member of the Philadelphia Eagles and the leading tackler for the Philadelphia Eagles so welcome to the show Alex it's great to have you with us yes thank you for having me hey now um the most the the most uh I guess deck decorated member of the Singleton household in terms of athletics is actually sitting right to your right. And that's your sister, Ashley, correct? That is correct. She has all the medals for the family, huh? Yes. <laughs> now, Ashley, I read a piece today on, on, a, on uh, I think it was the, some Philadelphia website. I, I was doing some research on this. And your brother claims that you have won so many trophies and so many titles that he has no chance of claiming to be the best athlete in the Singleton family. It is actually you. Yes. How many do you think you have? And you're, you're I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me something. Tell me something. You, you I want to talk about something I thought was really cool. And Alex, let me see your wrists. Just hold your wrists up if you would. All right. That black band right there, Ash, you gave that to your brother? Yes. Now tell me what those, what it says, respect. Alex, can you show us what, show what it says? It says rethink. Respect. Respect and reconsider, and it's Project R. All right, now tell me about Project R, Ash. So Project R, we go to my group goes to schools and colleges to to talk about about us not saying the R word. So try not to tell anybody to not say the R word. That's awesome. And so now, when you go and speak, do you do, do you speak? Yes. Do you talk to the do you talk to the students? It, yes. Do you get do you get nervous when you get up in front when you have to speak to the students? I do. Do you? No. <laughs> Killer. How did you get involved in how did you get involved in that? It's a foundation, correct? The R Foundation? Yes, and I also attend that program. Okay. All right. Now tell me about your career as a special athlete. Because like I said to you before the show, we've had guys that have done a lot of really cool things on this show but we've never had a special Olympian on the show. And I think that is the coolest. Yes. Tell them everything you've done. I've done gymnastics and I'm bowling and swimming. No, I got swimming to start it back. So I just started swimming. And how many years have you done it? I have done it for 22 years. Wow, for 22 years, you're a veteran. Is it, is it hard? Does it get harder as you get older? Like playing in the NFL gets harder as you get older? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even pizza. Now tell me about your relationship. 
tell me about your relationship as you guys grew up. How did you get so close? Well, if you ask Ashley, tell her the first story that you tell people that I made you do when uh, you were little. Got it. When you jumped off the table. Oh, yeah. What? Ashley likes to tell everybody that I, I made her jump off a table. How old was I? I don't know. I was like one and you were how old? Three? I think so. Well, tell them the story. <laughs> no, I jumped on top of that and then when I fell, I got two pieces stuck in my tongue. She put her she put her teeth through her tongue and to this day I get blamed for that. And so was, let me ask you, was he a brat when he was young, Ashley? Probably. <laughs> and should he, we all work as we were all little. Now, this the first time I ever heard about you guys' relationship and your story was when a Alex was playing in Calgary. And somebody did a piece about it, and I thought it was really, really cool. And did you, when he went away to college, when he went away to Montana State, did you miss him? Yes. Did you become a Bobcat fan? Yes. Oh, come on, Ash. Oh, you're and killing ask, me. And ask her which college she hates <laughs> the most. Which college do you hate the most? The Grizzlies? The Grizzlies. Oh, <laughs> she's got a favorite saying. What is it? FTG. Oh. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. Did you ever go see a Bobcat Grizzly game? Yes. When, when Montana State was ahead and there was not much time left in the game, what do they say? Poor Grizzlies. Poor. Yes. Do they not? I think so. Did you say that? <laughs> what did you think when he went to pro football when you when you when your brother went to pro football um i think it's got a nice one because i know he's getting more playing on defense and i also like to also i tell him to do not miss tackles did, did you coach him up did you, did you get him right yes Every week. Okay, now, special moment. Um, la I believe it was last year, actually. His first year with the Eagles. And he grabs an interception and, like, runs, I don't know, must, what did you run, 35, 40 yards to the end zone? Yeah, I think it was You actually 30, made 30. somebody miss a lot. You, oh, yeah. you actually made somebody miss a lot. Oh, yeah, you know. Away, right? Gotta show my skills, you know. I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> and then, and then after he, were you watching the game when he did it? Yes. What What What'd you think? It was nice, and that way after that, I got the football. I understand that he gave you the football. Yes. Was that a pretty cool moment? Yes. Yeah, I'll bet. Hey, um, for you guys, uh, the thing that you're doing with the exercises and the exercise program, how did that come to be? And how can people who want to check it out? Cause I, I, my wife and I watch it uh, and it's fantastic. Yeah, so we started, so last year, uh, you know, special, uh, you know, with the pandemic and everything, a bunch of the Special Olympic just affiliates, they started 
doing just virtual workouts for their programs. And so they asked us to lead one of them. And it was actually, you know, the Special Olympics in Calgary. They asked us to do just a Facebook live workout. And so, you know, we kind of wrote something up and we had been working out in the driveway, just doing yoga kind of as a family. And so we thought it would be a really fun idea to be able to do. So, you know, we led a workout and then, you know, they had people do it. I think they did either biweekly or, you know, every other week with uh, different guests. And so they asked if we wanted to do another one and we were like, yeah, we love doing it. And so, you know, eventually we did a couple for Calgary. We did a couple for Southern California and then we did one for uh, Philadelphia as well. And we just kind of decided as the season was going on, you know, I hadn't seen them for a long time. And, you know, I know Ashley enjoyed them. She was enjoying her virtual just meetings and workouts as well. And so to have, you know, kind of an opportunity to be able to do it on our own, but to be able to give more workouts to have people, you know, kind of on a weekly routine of, you know, cause we do it twice a week to kind of just give people, you know, that, that hope that, you know, everyone can work out no matter, no matter who you are, or where you are. And so we decided to you know, start it. It's easy. The easiest thing you can find on YouTube, it's Alex and Ashley Singleton. And that's our, that's our channel. And uh, yeah, we try to do two workouts a week and we kind of just show everybody that anyone can do it, whether, you know, you're the, the top athlete, we as an NFL player or, you know, someone, you know, we have people that, you know, are in wheelchairs that, you know, can just, just use their arms at home. And so we kind of try to explain to everybody how anyone can be involved with us and kind of, you know, get through the workout and just move. Cause that's, what's most important is to, you know, be able to get up and stay healthy during this time. Hey, I got to tell you guys that when the one you were doing, where you were doing the air squats, right. Oh, yeah. Like I couldn't finish the workout. I was, I was, you, you put me, you put me on the disabled, <laughs> disabled list. <laughs> that was hard, Ashley. You guys were doing too many of them. I said, can we stop now? Oh, <laughs> uh, tell them, and you're the one that writes. Hey, I got some questions. Do you do, do you write the programs? Yes. You, you killed me, girl. You killed me with that one. Hey, I got, we got some questions from people from around the world because this, this, this thing goes all over the world. But Love Danny it. from the UK said, okay, what does the offseason, this is to both of you because you're both athletes, all right? So Danny wanted to know for both, from both of you, what does the word offseason mean to you? Do you want to go first? You can. Okay. Uh, the off season to me man, means at, at least for the last few years, I get to come home and spend a ton of time with my family. Uh, you know, obviously I'm in California right now and not in Philadelphia. Um, we get to do workouts together, which, you know, means a ton to me. And yeah, just for me, it's be around the family. I don't think the work ever stops. I think I almost work harder in the off seasons because I'm always thinking about the next season, but yeah, to be home, be back in California and, you know, spend time with the family. How about you, Ash? What's the off, what's the off season mean to you as a Special Olympian? Um, when I'm not doing Special Olympics, I'm usually um home with the family and do our workouts and do my virtual um art programs and book clubs and all that during this pandemic. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you ever have to like? get him out of bed to get him to do his workout that day and he goes no nah, i'm tired i don't like no no he's usually pretty good at that good answer you hear that <laughs> hey now i gotta find there was one i saw that was really i gotta ask this because 
I'm going to tease your brother a little bit because, again, like I said, he made life miserable for me for, for a long time. Uh, let's see. Where is the, where's the one about Alex's hair? I have to ask that one. Oh, man. Um, Ashley likes Okay, here it is. This is, from, this is from Stuart Scott, again, who's from the UK. And he said, watched you play the Browns this year, and he was outstanding. Really stood out, flying around, making tackles all game. And then listen to this, Ashley. His next comment is, he has glorious hair, too. Who's got the best hair in the family, you or Alex? He's because he, he has longer hair than mine. <laughs> How long has he been growing that stuff? I've had it since my senior year of college. My uh, one of my buddies bet me like twenty bucks that I would grow it out, and I was like, "Sure, why not?" And it's just kind of, it's stuck ever since. When I went to can, you know, I was gonna cut it before I went to Canada, but then it all of a sudden I was playing, and it became kind of a trademark. And then this year I was thinking about cutting it, you know, going into the season. I didn't because of the pandemic, and then now. Now in Philly, it's a trademark, so I guess it's just it's it's sticking around, and I'm just now Alex with long hair. <laughs> so Ashley, does he come to you with like questions about what conditioner to use, how to you know how to how to tie a top knot or any of that kind of stuff? Not really. Or what hair towel to use? <laughs> Ashley's got she's got does all the hair towels. Towel. Ashley, does he put it all up in a towel? I don't know. No, I was going to say he's a bobcat. So we probably did. Uh, Johnny Cumbleton, um, who is a gigantic Eagles fan. All right. He said he made this comment about about you, Alex. He said leading tackler and didn't even start for the first few games. So much fun to watch him play. And to me, that's the greatest compliment you can get from a fan because the joy that you play with is infectious. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's how I always want to play. I mean, you know, I, I play with a smile. Some people think it's, you know, almost like taunting to the other team, you know, but I do it because of, you know, you know, my sister and other special Olympic athletes, because, you know, I've, I've been around them for so long, like she said, 22 years. So I've been, I've been a spectator, a fan, a brother, a volunteer, a coach, everything in special Olympics in that 22 years. And just, you know, being around those athletes, just how much you learn, you know, the passion for sports is incredible. And so whenever I go there and I can see someone, you know, going through whatever they're going through in life to be able to compete and love what they're doing that day, you know, I, you know, someone, you know, just that's just can be so, you know, have such a disability, but still be the happiest person in the world. I've pushed, you know, guys with cerebral palsy playing soccer and just the fact that when he touches the ball, you know, their mom will say that he, I haven't seen him, you know, make that noise or that smile in, you know, a decade. And, you know, to be able to see him have that in a soccer game, just touching the ball is why when I play, I'm like, I am so thankful that I get to do this for a living and, you know, for my life and train for it and work hard for it. But at the end of the day that, I have, you know, all those people backing me up that who have inspired me that give me all that passion. I'm like, I might as well play with half the passion that they have. Cause I know I'll never be able to match it, but I'm sure going to try every single play and every single game. You know, what's incredible, Alex. I, I read that quote that you had about um, the joy that you see in your sister when she competes, when you see in every special 
Olympians, regardless of their talent level or their mobility level or whatever, just the sheer joy of competition. It's really something, it's a lesson we could all. Yeah, that's what I tell people all the time. Get get in. If you can't, I know Special Olympics is all over the world. If you volunteer, get involved, because it'll change your life for the better. There's times in my life I know if I haven't been around it long enough, I almost – I'm almost like a little angrier inside because I just haven't, you know, been around people that just, you know, respect life so much or respect a sport so much. And it just, it really, it really changes like just how you outlook everything. Well, that was one of the things I was going to ask you guys is how does it, how does somebody get involved in the R foundation or special Olympics or what, what's the, what's, what do you, what do we do to become involved? to help. Yeah, Special Olympics is the easiest thing to become involved in. You uh, you go to specialolympics.org and I believe that is the website all around the world. I you know, I'm not 100% with the UK as I don't know what I, is it .uk would be my guess if it's not .org. I think .org works everywhere, that's why they do it. Um but yeah, you go to specialolympics.org and you can search your area and I I once again I believe it's anywhere in the world. You can search where you're at. And obviously with the pandemic, it's a little different. You can't just obviously go to a sporting event and be able to volunteer and help now. But I know they have online programs they're looking for coaches for. They're looking for people to just, you know, donate. I know donations are huge right now because I know, you know, so many participants don't know why they're stuck at home still. You know, it's so easy yeah. for a lot of us to, you know, put it on ourselves that it's been tough. But, you know, I just, you know, I know so many, you know, Special Olympic athletes that, don't don't even know why they're you know at home why they can't go to their sports why they can't go to school and so just the donations to be able to kind of you know get them a computer get them an ipad you know to be involved in all this stuff uh, it's huge so yeah specialolympics.org is the fastest way to do that uh project r i believe if you just look up project r online right yeah. is the the way to get involved with that and that's you know the same thing they, they make it as simple as you can to be able to get involved because you know they're there are huge things in the world with uh, people that, you know, need as much, as much help as everybody else and almost more sometimes. All right, I got, I got a few more questions and I'm going to let you guys go, but uh, Mark Jones uh, asked, how difficult was it last season with COVID with the quarterback problem? This is an Eagles question. Quarterback, he's big Eagles fan. Quarterback problems and then losing your head coach. That All that craziness that went on last year. Yeah, you know, uh, it was funny, you know, COVID, I think in the beginning, it really brought everybody together almost, you know, everyone, because you had to come from all over, everyone was kind of quarantined, you had a quarantine in the hotel, and then camp was as normal as they could make it, Um, but about halfway through the season, the rules changed, you had to do all your meetings from home, you couldn't go to, you know, we only practiced for an hour in person with each other. And, you know, it really started to, you know, not break up the team because we, you know, but, you know, some of the younger guys and guys coming in and off the roster, you didn't even know who they were sometimes. And, you know, it made it tough. You know, obviously our team struggled pretty bad with it, you know, obviously going 4-11 and 1. You know, there's some teams that obviously did really well with it. I think, you know, the Bucks obviously were able to capitalize on it. But I also think that's any football season. It, whatever, you know, adversity your team faces if you're able to you know push through that and you know it makes the team better uh the quarterback controversy I don't know if there was I you know I never felt there was one um I have both those guys backs I still do I still will you know no matter what happens and then uh yeah the head coach you know I I love Doug Doug is a great coach uh whatever 
whatever happens, you know, in his career, I, I hope nothing but the best because I love playing for him. That's the guy. He was one of the first guys when I, you know, got to play that, you know, congratulated me and was so happy for me. So there's no one else, uh, you know, that I want to have a successful career. And then, you know, we're excited for, you know, where the Eagles are going. I know a lot of people are going to be sleeping on us for 2021, but I know uh, we're going to be ready to win some football games. Okay, Chris Lawton from Canada says, how did your time in Calgary develop you and your game? I think my time in Calgary, I think I just matured. I, you know, learned how to play, you know, pro football. My first year bouncing around the league, you know, I was 21. I had come from Montana State, which is obviously a smaller school. Not a lot of guys had gone pro from there. So I didn't really know what it was going to be like to, you know, go to the NFL and or go to the CFL. You know, Travis Lule was one of the other guys. And, you know, he's 10 years older than me. And, you know, that was one of the last guys that, you know, kind of stuck around in a professional league. So you didn't really know a lot about either league. You didn't know how to be part of a league. And so, yeah, getting the opportunity in Canada was huge. I, you know, obviously, you know, getting the reps and being able to play is huge in football. You know, if you're just standing from the sideline, like I did that first year, you're just kind of, you're losing a year. You know, a lot of people think you're learning, but at some point, you know, your learning in the classroom can only go so far because you need to be on the field to get those reps. And that's what I was able to do in Canada for three years. And I, I thank the Calgary Stampeders, the CFL for everything in my career up to this point, because it was huge what they gave me and, you know, were able to push me to this level. All right. Now, Ashley, obviously, since he's no longer with the Stampeders, right, then you are a free agent, correct? And Brother. so as a free agent, then you can go to any team that you like. So why don't you become a Tiger Cat fan now since Alex is no longer with the Stampeders? Can we get you? Can we interest you in coming to Hamilton and being a Tiger Cat fan? I don't know. Yes. You can. I don't know. Uh, you're up for. You can ask her. What's ask it going to take? We're going to have a little negotiation right here. What's it going to take? Yeah, donuts. They wear. We wear black and gold, right? We got great uniforms, great logo. I mean, I think you look really good. I, red, red's nice for you, but I think black and black and gold would really be the ticket for you. So I'm going to send you some Tiger Cat swag. And the next time we have you on the show, you can wear it. Now, what you, I'll get with Alex and we'll get the sizes and all that stuff lined out for you. Okay? Does that work? Yes. So all you Tiger Cat fans out there, we just got one more in the family today. All right? Ashley Singleton's with us. All right, Alex, what do you miss from the CFL that doesn't happen in the NFL? And that's a question again from from uh, Ontario or from Alberta, from Craig in Alberta. Man, I will say special teams. I think special teams in the CFL is special. It's different. I think it's you know, and as a special team guy for the last year and a half, I you know just the halo rule and all the the no fair catch, all kicks are returned. I think that that's what makes the CFL what it is, and the twenty second play clock. I like the I like the speed of the game. It, it, it was a lot. It, it was not more fun. It, it was just different. It's, it's a different pace of a game, and I really enjoyed it. Ashley, do you miss him uh, playing in the CFL? Do you like the CFL or the NFL better? In, NFL. You like, how come you like the NFL better? Yeah, I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Yeah, okay. All right. And she's not, so a, not a free agent on that one. <laughs> I know. She's, you know, there's no question where her loyalties are. Hey, listen, I'm going to let you guys go. I just want to say thank you a, a ton for coming on with us and, and sharing what you guys are doing and the difference that you're making. Um, you know, the, the highest compliment I can ever give somebody is great player, better person. And that's both of you guys. So thank you, thank you so much. And, and Ash, when uh, when is the next exercise video coming out? Monday. Now tell me, please, no more air squats because my left knee is just like, like I, I haven't walked right for a week. What are you going to kill me with next week? It's her favorite. Say so we always do squats. Yeah, we always do squats. Squats oh, and butt Lord. kickers always, right? Yeah. <laughs> butt kickers? Yes. What's that, a running exercise? Yeah. Yes, and yeah, I guess I'd try to kick your butt with it, too. Man, yeah. I'll tell you what. You kick, I'll tell you what you did. You kicked my butt last week with those squats, so I'm not doing anything for that. <laughs> hey, it's great to have you guys with us. Tell us again, Alex, how people can reach you on Twitter if they want to if they want to follow you on Twitter. Yes, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, Alex Singleton forty nine. Really simple. Uh, our YouTube channel is Alex and Ashley Singleton, where we do our workouts. Uh, Special Olympics again is specialolympics.org and Project R. You just search it on Google and it'll pop right up. Everything's super easy. Find us, ask us questions, comment on our YouTube, huh? Yes. We're always looking for new things to do and new people to join. So come Okay, well, let you guys make sure you watch this on, on uh, it'll be on YouTube. It'll be on Spotify. It's, uh, there are a number of different platforms you can catch it on. And, and again, thank you so much for your time. Much aloha to you guys. And, and please take care of yourselves and keep, keep making a difference in the world. Thank you. Thank you. All right.